Jesus speaking, and he spake this parable, and certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous, that they were righteous and despised others. He spake this parable unto certain which trusted, trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. I want to preach this morning on the dangers of trusting in yourself and despising others. So he's, Jesus Christ is about to give us this parable and it's to teach us, and we need, we need to learn this. You need to learn this. You need to learn not to trust in yourself and not to despise others. And it's real easy to start trusting in yourself and to despise others. And that's what we're going to focus on this morning. How not to trust in ourselves and how not to despise others. Look at verse 10. Two men, Jesus Christ says, two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Now a Pharisee was a religious leader. We'd call him a pastor or a preacher today. But he was a, a religious leader. And the other a publican. Now a publican was a tax collector. Uh, we don't need to go no further than that. He was despised, amen. He was a tax collector. So uh, when you say tax collector, that's bad. And you say Pharisee, people mostly think, well, that's good. He's a, he's, a, he's a religious leader. He's a preacher. That's a good man. And a publican, that's a bad man. So Jesus Christ automatically is trying to separate the good from the bad. He's trying to let you know, hey, there was a good guy. You think this is a good guy, the Pharisee, and a publican, and that's who you think is a really bad guy. Now let's see how they conduct themselves. Verse 11, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Hey. That's a fool right there talking. He said, how do you know that's a fool talking? Because he says, I, 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 over and over and over again. That's the first sign of a fool. If you run into somebody and they're talking about themselves over and over again, or what I've done and me, 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 guys, that's a sign of a fool. And you need to watch that in yourself. Not just other people. We need to watch that in ourselves. That we don't get caught up in being self, self-centered and thinking about ourselves. And It says there in verse 11, the Pharisee stood up and prayed thus with himself. Jesus Christ says he was praying to himself. These prayers he was praying, this prayer didn't go much further than the top of his head. Guys, I've thought about my prayer life and times I've been in prayer and I'm thinking, man, that prayer didn't feel like it hit the top of the ceiling and bounced right back down. You know what the problem was? Me. <laughs> it wasn't that God wasn't listening, but the prayer was so selfish, the prayer was so self-centered, that it was like I was just praying to myself. He was praying to himself. God, I thank thee. It's like he's, he's like saying, God, you need to be thankful, and I thank you that I'm so good, and you're so lucky to have me, Lord. See, that's a kind of self-centered attitude this guy's have has he's trusting in himself and not in God he's trusting in himself and not in God you know there's a real danger in putting trust in yourself you know we have a kid that started working and I think I thought a lot of this kid and I still do think a lot of this kid and he started working for the city of Brownwood and man he was doing a good job and then one day he got a check and, and what, for whatever reason, he just snapped, and he started going, I, I say crazy, but he started just ranting and raving about how he should have got paid more, he thought he was going to get a raise, and this, that, and another, and he took it to the big boss, and he, he, he confronted the big boss about it, and then he left the office, and he yacked with me the whole day about it, and, and the next day, I was talking to the big boss, me and the big boss were in the office, and I was talking to him, and, and I told the big boss, I said, you know what the truth is, is when he acted like that, I think a lot less of him now. 
I think a lot less of him now. And my big boss agreed with me. He goes, yeah, I know what you mean. I think a lot less of him now. So that went on for about a month. And then one day I was sitting there thinking. I was thinking about that kid. And I was thinking how I lost all my respect for that kid. And I thought to myself, I think a lot less of that kid now. And the Lord spoke to my heart right there and said, you remember when you did so-and-so? <laughs> I was thinking, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot less of myself, too. <laughs> I think a lot less of myself. When I think about stuff I've done, I can think a lot less of myself. When I start taking it off on others and start thinking, hey, that guy should have done this, and that guy should have done he could have done that a lot better. Hey, there's a lot of things I need to self-examine myself Amen. and stop trusting. You know what's the, pro- the real danger is? We put our trust in doctors and don't put our trust in God. Now, what I mean by that is there's a real danger in that. We, 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 we're so quick, and I, I'm the same way. We have problems. We rush off to the doctor, and, and the, God's given the doctor's wisdom. Amen? But if you're going to the doctor and not saying a prayer for your illnesses, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're putting all your trust in the doctors. You need to go to the doctors, and you need to pray to the Lord. Say, Lord, heal me up. Lord, give the doctor wisdom to heal me up. How are you going to do it, Lord? But heal me up. But when you're putting all your trust in the doctors, they're going to fail you. They're going to fail you. And they do fail you. But God will never fail you. And there's a real danger in putting all your trust in the doctors. I was talking to a man I know who had neck surgery. And he was talking to his family. And the family said, you know that doctor came in and said, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm going to pray over you before I do the surgery. And the guy I know is a Christian. He goes, oh, man, I appreciate that, doc. And they said the doctor came in there. When they were carrying him out, he prayed with the family, prayed over him in the name of Jesus Christ, went in and did the surgery, came out, told the family how great everything went, and then he said, let's say another prayer and thank the Lord that the surgery went good. Amen, Amen, man, that's the kind of doctor I need to find. Amen. Amen. And I do have a pretty good doctor that loves the Lord, but the truth is is that we need to stop putting all our trust in doctors. And put our trust back in God. See, we, we get caught up in all of this stuff, guys. We get caught up in not putting our trust in ourselves, putting our trust in the doctors, and not putting our trust in God. So many people put all their trust in the government and in politicians. And you know, that's a foolish thing to do, amen. I don't care what politicians, they're just men, just like me and you. Uh, it's a foolish to put all your trust in pastors. To put all your trust in me, you're a fool. I'm a man just like y'all. Uh, you can ask my wife, I got all kinds of thousands of faults. That a lot of y'all don't know about it. If I have a, anything to say about it, you'll never know about it. <laughs> but the point is, is, I'm just a man. Don't put your trust in me. Put your trust in the Word of God. Put your trust in God. Amen. Amen. That's the final authority. Stop putting your trust in these people. I, uh, there was a guy at work, and I, I told you all this story when he was doing this to me. But when Trump, Trump was running for office, he kept coming in every day. He goes, you going to vote for Trump? I said, no. And for, just, for, just for the record, I didn't vote for Hillary either. Amen. But I told him, I said, I always put my vote in for Jesus Christ every time. Go up to the booth, write in candidate, Jesus Christ. I put that in every time. Call me a fool, call me stupid, but when Jesus Christ comes back, I'm going to say, Lord, I voted for you. (laughs) You know what the Lord's going to say, King, it don't matter. I'm King of kings and Lord of lords. You don't have a vote. (laughs) I'm going to be king if you want me or not. Praise the Lord for that. (laughs) It don't matter if you voted for him or not, but I do that. It's just something I do. So this guy knew I wasn't going to vote for Trump. So every day he came in, every day he came in. I'm going to give you, every day I'm going to give you a reason to vote for Trump. So we'd get into these arguments. And, uh, you know, it's just silly stuff, but he'd go on and on. Well, that night of the, uh, of the election, I didn't believe Trump was going to win. Uh, not, you can vote, count me as one of those. I didn't believe he was going to win. I just knew Hillary was going to win because this, this nation's nuts. They voted for Obama twice. 
So we know where that's going. So Hillary's going to get in. Amen. Well, then she didn't win. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. And Trump won something. I couldn't wait to get to work the next day. Because there's my friend who had just been hammering me about Trump. I, I walked in the break room that morning to see him, and there he was. He was sitting over there somber, just like this. I said, hey, man, you got one. He goes, yeah. I said, what's wrong with you? I thought you'd be excited. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, now he's got to do what, I, what, I, what he said he's going to do. <laughs> what had happened? He had put his trust in the Trump, and then when it became a reality, <laughs> now he's like, oh, now I'm on the hook, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's on the hook now. Everything Trump does, what's going to happen? Hey, your guy, you see what your guy did, what your president did? We're going to hold him accountable, amen? Because he's been telling us he's putting all this trust in Trump. Guys, put all your trust in God. I, when I say, hey, I'm voting for Jesus Christ, and I'm telling people I put all my trust in Jesus Christ, I never have to worry about answering for what Jesus Christ does. I never have to worry about anything Jesus Christ did or is going to do. I never have to answer for Jesus Christ. So put your trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know what the teachings of Buddha says? And I got it right here. I'm probably the only pastor in America that's got a, a Buddhist book underneath my pulpit. The teaching of Buddha says right here, and I keep this under here because I want to point, I, I, I want to make sure that if somebody ever questions me, I got it right here. Buddha says right here, make of yourself a lot, make of yourself a lot, Rely, rely upon yourself. That's what Buddha teaches. You don't want to rely upon yourself. Amen, Amen okay? Uh, when Brother Kiggins relied on Brother Kiggin, it hasn't turned out very good. I screw things up. I mess things up. Amen, Amen that's me. If you just give me time, I will mess it up. If you're going to be my friend, I'm going to do something to offend you. I'm going to do something that you don't like. So if you're going to be a friend of mine, you're going to have to learn to forgive. And if I'm going to be a friend of yours, I'm going to have to learn to forgive you. Because you're in the same boat. The teachings of Buddha say rely on yourself. We need to trust in God and His righteousness. And not on our own. Because it says there in verse 9, Jesus Christ says, the certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous. See, what the problem goes back to, this guy, this Pharisee is, he thinks he's a pretty good old boy. He's self-righteous. He's gotten away from God's righteousness. So you might ask, well, Brother King, what is God's righteousness? God's righteousness is found in Jesus Christ. Philippians 3, 9, and be found in him, in Jesus Christ, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Your faith in Jesus Christ, God accounts that for righteousness. When you put your faith into Jesus Christ, now it no longer account. My righteousness is not being accounted as Jesus Christ's righteousness. So you see what I'm trying to say to you? Brother Keegan is not doing anything good to get himself into heaven. Brother Keegan is not relying on his goodness to get him into heaven. Brother Keegan is relying on the righteousness of Jesus Christ to get me into heaven. So what this is called is justification. And what God does is God takes all the righteousness of Jesus Christ and he puts it on Keegan. And he takes all Keegan's unrighteousness, all Kiggins' sins, all Kiggins' wickedness, all Kiggins' iniquity, and he takes it and he put it on Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. That's what took place. And I'm putting all my trust on that transaction. I'm putting all my trust in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, not in my own righteousness. 
Paul, the greatest Christian to ever live. You know what he said? I am the chief of all sinners. He wrote 13 books of the New Testament. He said, I'm the chief of all sinners. He says, what dwelleth in me, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. <laughs> Some of y'all guys aren't saying amen. I know y'all better than that. I don't even have to know you. I know that you're from Adam. You got sin running through your blood and you're a sinner. I know you. Because the Bible's told me all about you. And he told, the Bible told me all about me. <laughs> I know what's going on here. I know what's going on, exactly what's going on here. We need to trust in God's righteousness, not our own. We need to put our trust into God. And the, what's going on with the Pharisee here, the Pharisee is forgetting his own sins. The Pharisee's forgetting that he's a sinner. And what happens is you get to going to church and you get to getting closer to the Lord and you get to seeing people. And then, man, there's some wicked people out there. But we forget that we're a sinner just like they are. And we start getting, hey, guys, I'm at a Baptist church. I'm not at a church of Christ. So lighten up a little bit. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? Some of the most self-righteous people I've ever met are church of Christ people. Because they're thinking they're working their way to get into heaven. Guys, I know I'm not working my way to get into heaven. I know I don't deserve to go to heaven. Amen. I, Brother Kiki don't deserve to go. <laughs> I don't, you don't deserve to go either. I don't have to know nothing about you. One sin will send you to hell. Just one sin. Me and Sister Carolyn were talking about somebody we know that is laying on her deathbed, and we were talking about them, and she was asking about if they're saved, and they're, they're denying Jesus Christ. They, they say they, their family says they get mad when you talk to them about God. They don't want to talk about it. And this man is on, literally on his deathbed. He's days away from dying. He don't want to have anything to do with God. And we were talking about it, and I said, man, we're... God is putting up all these speed bumps to keep him from going to hell. And that's where he's going. And Sister Carolyn was real quick to point out, said, man, I wouldn't say that to them, though. <laughs> I said, yeah, well, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't say, hey, you know what? Your, your dad, whoever it is, is going to hell. But maybe we should. That's where he's going without Jesus Christ. It's just sombering, isn't it? The truth is sombers you down. But the truth shall set you free too, Jesus Christ. So the truth of Jesus Christ being your Lord and Savior and saving you from your sins, that's a great truth. It'll set you free. It set me free. Amen. It'll set a lot of us free. Amen. And I'm not going to trust in myself. I'm going to put my trust back in God. Look, look, look with me, please, in Psalms 56. I'm going to show you some verses. Psalms 56. We need to put our trust back into God. Stop trusting in ourselves. Are you trusting yourselves that you're going, to do, you're going to be a pretty good old boy? Are you trusting yourselves that you're a pretty good old girl? Are you trusting in yourself? Stop trusting in yourself. <laughs> Give glory to God. Amen. You know, uh, when you do something good or you, you do something good for somebody, start saying, you know, I did a pretty good deed there. No, Jesus Christ through you did that good deed. Jesus Christ gave you the breath to get up this morning to do that good deed. Amen. But you see what I'm going with this? You first, you've got to admit you're a sinner, and then you've got to admit you need help, and then you've got to admit Jesus Christ is your only help. Amen. And He is the only thing. Look at, look at Psalms 56. I'm going to show you some verses. Psalm 56, verse 3. The psalmist says here, What time I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. Amen. Amen. That's a trust in God. 
In God, I will praise his word. That's what you have in your lap. In God, I have put my trust. See that? Right, that verse right there, that part right there, in God I have put my trust. That's what they tried to put on our coins and our dollar bills years ago, back in the 1880s. I mean, back way back in the 1860s, I believe. They were trying to put that verse right there, that part of that verse, in God I have put my trust. And so they just shortened it down to, in God we trust. So everybody in here that's got a dollar bill or got a penny or anything in their pocket, it's got in there, in God we trust. But then you look at America, and you know what I know about America? They're not trusting in God. They don't put their trust in God. They try to put their trust in politicians. They try to put their trust in government. They try to put their trust in in the science. They try to put their trust in doctors. They put their trust in everything but God. Isn't that kind of funny? And all they do all day long is carry around money that says, In God we trust. What's funny is they don't trust in God. They trust in that money. They, they really believe that that money's going to buy them out of problems. Guys, there's people laying with cancer down in Houston. They, would, they have a million dollars they'd give you if you'd heal them up. Get them off that bed. I dare to say there's men and women down in Houston, Texas with cancer that would give you $20 million and could give you $20 million if all you would do is get them off that bed of affliction. And money's not buying them off that bed of affliction. So what you got is you got fakers who say they can heal you up. And I'm calling them out right now. If you say you got the power of healing, that, you've, that God's given you the power of healing, and I believe God still heals, amen. But if you're a faker on TV and you say you can slap somebody on the forehead and heal them, why don't you go right, right down there to Houston, down there to the MD Anderson Center where all the cancer patients are with all those millionaires, and why don't you lay your hand on some of them people? I guarantee you get all the money you want. It won't take a couple of healings of getting those people off those beds, and they're going to give you a lot of money. All the money you're begging for on TV, they'll give you all that money. (laughs) But the truth is, they can't do it. They can't heal people up like that. That's the way God is. You need to put your trust in God. Look at Proverbs 3. Just turn to Proverbs 3 real quickly. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Let's look at another one of these. About trusting in God. Putting our trust in God. God. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Great verses. Verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. All your heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. See, what's hard about trusting in God is you start leaning to your own understanding and it don't make sense. When God's giving somebody cancer, when God's giving somebody an illness, when God does stuff in your life, it doesn't actually make sense to you, and you're leaning on your own understanding, and you're not trusting, you don't want to put your trust in God anymore. You start trusting on science, you start trusting on your, your reasoning, and your, your thought process, and your knowledge, and you say, this doesn't make any sense, but see, you've got to trust in God when it doesn't make any sense. Anybody can trust in God when it makes sense, amen? amen. Hey, anybody can do that, but it takes real faith to trust in God when it makes no sense. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. He'll direct your paths. Amen. He's directed my path. You know what Job said? The testimony of Job. Great book of the Bible. Job, a great man of God. You know, know, God took away everything he had and left him his wife to curse him. And he said, God giveth, and the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's a great testimony. 
But you know what else the Lord, you know what else Job gave as a testimony? He said, though, talking about God, though he slay me, I will trust in him. He said, even if God is to kill me, I will trust in him. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? But I know a lot of y'all in here are Christians. I believe that. And y'all believe that God is all-powerful, amen? That's not such an amazing statement. When you believe that God is all-powerful, God's in control, God is love, God loves you, God's got your best intentions at heart, why are you questioning Him? Put your trust in Him. Can I say this to you so boldly as to say this, that if you were to die tonight, that you'd be a lot better off tomorrow? <laughs> so many of us are, oh, Lord, oh, oh, please heal me up, Lord, please heal me up. And I've said this a million times, but you know, we're going to get to heaven, we're going to see how beautiful it is, how wonderful, all our loved ones come up, hug us, kiss us. We're going to feel, remember, we're going to feel better than we've ever felt. I'm going to have some hair that the wind can blow. We're going to, amen, we're going to be so amazingly wonderful. And we're going to tell the Lord, oh, this is so wonderful. The Lord's going to look us straight in the eye and say, I would have brought you up here a lot sooner, but you kept praying to stay down there. I believe there are streets of gold. It's all right with me If there's nothing more than one old gravel road And I know mansions are waiting But a cabin suits me fine Just a place where I can rest my heavy load Oh, they say there is a river that flows beneath the throne and the surface there reflects that holy place and I'm sure that all the splendor will be so grand to see what I long to see the most is my Savior's face Cause that's all that matters to me To bow my head and thank my blessed Savior on my knees On those peaceful hills of glory In His presence I will be To know I'm home That's all that matters to me. Oh, the light of that fair city will never fade away. It's a perfect land where night shall never come. All the beauty I'll behold there can compare to how I'll feel when I hear my precious Lord say, Well done. 
Cause that's all that matters to me To bow my head and thank my blessed Savior on my knees On those peaceful hills of glory In His presence I will be To know I'm home that's all that matters to me. I've never made a fortune And it's probably too late now Oh, but I don't worry about that much I'm happy anyhow As I go along life's journey I'm reaping better than I sow I'm drinking from my saucer, Lord Cause my cup is overflow I ain't got a lot of riches And sometimes we go But I've got a friend in Jesus And that makes me rich enough I thank God for all His blessings on me And the mercy He's bestowed Drinking from my saucer, Lord Cause my cup is overflow So Lord, help me not to grumble and complain About the tough roads that I've from my saucer, Lord, cause my cup is overflow, and if I should go on living, if the way gets steep and rough, I won't ask for other blessings I'm already blessed enough May I never be too busy To help another bear his love 
drinking from my saucer, Lord. Cause my cup is overflowed. Yes, I'm drinking from my saucer, Lord. Cause my cup is Hello, this is Pastor Keegan Hall of Indian Gap Baptist Church. Are you sick and tired of this world? Are you sick and tired of this life that you're living? Did you know that God has a free gift for you? It's the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Have you ever received this gift? You know a gift can be offered but not received. You can bow your head and ask Jesus right now to save you and give you his free gift of eternal life. Now you might ask, how do I know he'll give me this free gift? Because I did the same thing, because I bowed my head, knowing I'm a sinner, and asked Him to save me, and He did. And I've never been the same. And this life with Jesus is a thousand times better than anything this world can offer me. Now, we would love to hear from you if you want to contact us at IndianGapBaptist.com. Until next time. Casting all your care upon Him.